The following marketing information and discussion is provided for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as professional guidance or consultancy. You should find an agency for that. Comexis is a digital marketing agency, so feel free to hire us. But otherwise, just enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Buyer's Journey by Comexis, a discussion-based podcast on the ever-changing marketing landscape. I'm Matthew McGordy, the social media content producer at Comexis. I'm Josh Lines, the digital marketing coordinator here at Comexis. On today's episode, we are talking about um, the recent DoorDash tipping scandal. How coincidental that, this epi- that today is Wednesday and we are talking about the purchase phase <laughs> of The Buyer's Journey. So for those of you who don't know, DoorDash had a recent uh, tipping scandal. Um, so this is new to me. Yeah. So this happened about three weeks to a month ago. I mostly want to talk about it, even though we're a little bit late to the ball on this, because I, because there's a lot of really interesting creative that Uber Eats and some other companies have done in response to that. So we can kind of talk about that. We can kind of talk about the, the angle of how to react to competitor shortcomings or whatever. But also I wanted to give an update on the, the tipping model as well because about two weeks ago, there was an update from CEO Tony Zhu about this, um, about how they're changing their tipping policy. But so the, tip, the tipping scandal basically was that when you tipped somebody on DoorDash, you were not um, actually giving them the tip money, when you tip somebody on DoorDash, when when they deliver your food to you and then you tip them, right? If you're not tipping in cash and you're tipping through the app, most people would think that tip is going directly into the pocket of the people who delivered your food. However, it was discovered that the tipping model is actually not like that. So if I pay Josh, six dollars to deliver my chipotle order and i tip him three dollars what's actually happening is josh is not getting nine dollars josh is only getting six dollars because doordash took your tip and basically subsidized how much they had to pay the delivery person So what's happening is DoorDash is paying $3, your tip is paying the other $3, and in total that is the $6 delivery fee that is being paid to the worker. Tips tips don't work like that. They're tipping, they're having the customer tip the company. Basically. They're tipping the company. Yeah, it just seems. Oh, I bought this Chipotle for $10, here's a $5 tip. You saved DoorDash $5. I saved DoorDash $5 instead of giving the delivery driver $5. Yes, which uh, you should just, if you're going to tip, you should tip in cash. But anyway. It's obnoxious. My point is, so when people found this out, there was a lot of blowback because obviously, as most people would think, that's not how tipping works. Not at all. And we don't know how long, I mean, we can figure out how long that system's been going on, but it's been going on for a while, clearly, right? So Postmates and Uber Eats came out with emails and other tweets and creative, basically assuring that people who are delivering for their companies are receiving 100% of customer tips, which is good because the first thing I heard of 
when I heard of this DoorDash scandal was, what's going on with Uber Eats? What's going on with Postmates? Is this something that I just was not aware of for all of these things, right? So what this has basically done is it's opened up a window for Postmates and Uber Eats to really take advantage with some, some interesting creative and some interesting social media and PR to come out and say, hey, we're not doing this. So Postmates sent an email out uh, a few days after um, this scandal went live and they had a little quote in here, quote, um, so they had a, they basically there's an, there would be an image on the blog post of what the email looked like, but basically it says our Postmates fleet always keep 100% of their tips. From the day we started seven years ago, we've always ensured that 100% of your tips go to your Postmate. That's both the right thing to do and something we will never waver on. After all, we named our company after the people who make your deliveries. And then Uber Eats also came out in their email saying, your tips go a long way. With Uber Eats, delivery partners get 100% of your tips. There's nothing better than the food you love delivered right to you. It takes a lot of work behind the scenes to make that magic happen. Rain or shine, heat wave or snowstorm, delivery partners make it all possible. And then we have a quote from a Postmates spokesperson to TechCrunch um, in an email statement explaining why they sent the email. Quote, over the last few days, there's been a lot of confusion about how third-party delivery companies handle tips, so we thought it was important to remind our customers that 100% of their tip are always passed on to the courier. We pride ourselves on being transparent, so we never want our customers to question whether their where their tips are going. Uh, Uber Eats uh, also uh, mentioned in an email to TechCrunch about how important it was, and then we have um, Daniel Danker, who works for Uber, saying, in a Twitter thread, in just over two years, drivers on Uber and delivery partners on Uber Eats have, eat, have nearly have made nearly two billion dollars in tips on top of their earnings. 100% of tips go directly to them because they've earned every dollar. Learn more on how tipping works on Uber. And so I want to bring this up because obviously this was such a boon for Postmates and Uber Eats because not only so it's a boon on multiple levels first it's great for the delivery workers because it looks like both of them are concrete trans showing concrete transparent showcasings of how their tipping policy works which is fantastic because it means that if you're going to go work for these companies you know exactly in advance what's going on but it's good from a pr and marketing standpoint because you get to go hey remember when doordash really made this huge mistake well we don't make that mistake you might want to start ordering from us also, if you, you order from us, you don't have to worry. And it, it convinces people that work for DoorDash to get out and go to one of those mm -hmm. Postmates or Uber Eats where they know 100% of their tip money is going in their pocket. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, 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 think, I think this is just fantastic because we're seeing, we're seeing a retention angle, we're seeing an advocacy angle, and we're seeing in a, we're basically an awareness angle. We're seeing angles on the entire spectrum of the buyer's journey. Awareness. You might not have known what Uber Eats and Postmates tipping thing was like. Now, now you however, do. you do, and you can, and you know how bad DoorDash's is. Oh, maybe I'll go order with them instead. Consideration. Same exact thing. Now you know, and you can make a more informed decision. This is. I mean, yeah, you make a more informed decision. Purchase, it's purchase. You're gonna feel better knowing that your tip's going somewhere. Retention, if you use these apps already, you feel even better knowing that 100% of the tip's going. Advocacy, oh, 100% of the tip is going to my delivery driver? That's actually how it should be. I'm glad it's happening for Uber Eats and Postmates and not uh, DoorDash who's being bad, right? 
so I, I just, I, I, I think it's so smart of them to have come in here. And I think, um, we, we, I mean, just very briefly, we can talk about how sometimes opportunities are going to present themselves for marketing. I mean, Josh, you, you had the perfect example um, we talked about last week with the Kool-Aid ad um, for the PEMDAS, right? So can you, can you talk about that again just very briefly for those who, who didn't listen to the article? Yeah, so there was, a, there was just a random – I feel bad I can't, like, say who it was. But there was someone on Twitter that posted a thread of, of this math formula. Mm-hmm. And, and the was, formula was – it was eight, eight divided by two, parenthesis, two plus two, and parenthesis. So you had to correctly use PEMDAS to, to solve it. And, and PEMDAS, for those of you who don't know, or me and Josh are uh, millennials, so our, I don't know how much math had changed prior <laughs> to us going into school. But PEMDAS is basically a little shorthand for remembering the steps in which you do different forms of multiplication and division and adding and subtracting when you have a long formula like that. Um, so that's just something to keep in mind. Go ahead, Josh. So so there was all this problem because people didn't understand. So the, the, the way it's spelled out, PEMDAS, is, makes it so multiplication is before division. But the way the formula actually works is multiplication and division are together. It's just in the order that it is from left to right. So if people didn't understand that, they were answering it one way. And if people just did multiplication before division, no matter what, you got a second answer. There was a lot of fighting yeah. and, it, the, and it went viral. So Kool-Aid t- took advantage of this by, you know, they, they like to already have, they have like very funny tweets. They're very um, cultured when it comes to how they respond to things. They're on the pulse of meme culture yes. when it comes to being a brand responding right. to memes. So they essentially, their, their slogan, the oh yeah, that they use, they basically formulated a formula that spelled out oh yeah in multiplication, division, parentheses, um, all addition, subtraction, to, to spell out oh yeah with a hashtag PEMDAS. Same idea where they they took advantage of something that was that was super serious and then it got a lot of traction and people loved it. Yeah, so you know that's that's just one example. Obviously, that's that's not a a, a scandal or or anything bad that. A but it's just it's just done. taking advantage of a situation. Yeah, and and I think that's exactly what Postmates and Uber Eats are doing here. They're they're seeing two things. One, DoorDash made a big mistake. Two. This is a two people are confused about how our service works because if it works for DoorDash, is it the same way with Uber Eats? Is it the same way with Postmates? So you're getting the hey, don't worry, our service is not you know messing up, screwing over our delivery people, and also look at how silly DoorDash looks because they don't you know give the tips mm. properly, right? Um, so just to kind of close this out, um, there's a class, class action lawsuit uh, in the works, apparently trying to get the tip money back um, for the tips that were supposed to have Good. been paid. And then the CEO, actually, let me double check to make sure that it is the CEO. CEO Tony Zhu announced via Twitter that the company will be changing its model for compensating DoorDash delivery people. Um, they did not say what they're going to be changing them to, at least at the moment, but their changes are coming. And this was actually after a little bit of Zoo kind of defending the tra- the other transparency of the company. Basically, they guarantee you get paid a certain price, and that's why they thought they could subsidize 
the cost with tips. Uh, it's a bad system, so they're changing it, thankfully. Um, so the whole point is changes are coming. We will update with you. We will update um, as we learn about them at the time of recording. I don't know what those changes are, but I sure hope they're giving you know drivers 100% of the tip. And I'm still never going to use DoorDash ever again. There you go. <laughs> Trust <laughs> broken. <laughs> Um, so there you go, folks. Well, that's all for today's episode of The Buyer's Journey. Check us out on Comexus.com, YouTube, and anywhere to get your podcasts. And follow us on Twitter at Buyer's underscore Journey. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.